Welcome to today's program, The Beauty of Grace. And I want to talk to you today about the beauty of grace. And I want to let you know a little bit about me. You know, I pastor Harvest Fellowship Church in Goldsboro, North Carolina. And I, I really grabbed hold of this grace about eight or nine or ten years ago. And, and God literally transformed my life with the beauty of grace. And I talk so much about grace today because I was so much under the law. I was so much of confessing all the time that maybe God's going to forgive me. I'd lay in bed at night and cry and ask the Lord and say, Lord, if I've done anything that's not pleasing to you, please forgive me for that. If anything has slipped my mind, please forgive me of that. And, and as God began to deal with me, I began to be in such turmoil. I was trying to do things for God all the time. I was trying to make God happy. I was trying to make God get pleased with me. I was hoping I could do enough to spare and at least make it to heaven. And then all of a sudden one day I begin to read Luke chapter 15 verse 31. And here's what Luke 15 31 said. He said, Son, you're always with me and now all that I have is yours. So I, I, I remember thinking, Lord, I need to share this. And I've always heard the prodigal son. Now Jesus shared the story of the prodigal son to show how some of us call God Father and yet don't know his heart. There are two sons in this parable. We know that it happened to the prodigal son, but we also learn something about the older son. That is what he said to the father when he discovered that the father had thrown a party to celebrate the return of the irresponsible spent thrift brother. Lo, these many years I've been serving you. I never transgressed your commandments at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I make make me merry with my friends. Now this son believed that his father had brought him into the world to serve him. He saw his father as someone issuing commandments to him all the time. And he saw himself as someone who had to obey those commandments to enjoy his inheritance. But the truth is that the father had already given him his inheritance in verse 12. The father even reminded him lovingly, Son, all that I have is yours. And I'm sure that that inheritance includes more than one goat. Have you, like the older son, failed to understand your father's heart? And that's where my life began to be changed. Because your heavenly father had already given you a rich inheritance in Christ when you became his child. He wants you to know that you can receive the spirit of sonship. We're not servants of God. We're sons of God. Romans 8 and 15. So call to him, Abba Father, and know how much he loves you. Because you are his heir. All that he has is yours to enjoy today. Your heavenly Father has already given you a rich inheritance in Christ when you became his child. Now, when I began to read that that day, that literally changed my life. Because what you hear is you hear everybody preach how selfish the, young, the older son was and when they stayed home. And then we talk about how worldly the prodigal son was. And, and so we, we never get a balance. But I want us to miss the prodigal son and I want us to miss the son that stayed home and I want us to get the father's heart. Because the father's heart what, is what changed and transformed my mind because the father, the Bible said, he was looking for his son to come. So he was looking out the window and the Bible said he ran down the road to meet him and hugged him. 
Didn't ask him what he'd done wrong. Didn't ask him how much he had spent. Had he had any money with him? He didn't ask him any of that. He was looking for his son to come back home because it was still his son. Now his son went off and made some crucial mistakes, but the father was still looking for him. And we see that the older son was staying home and he become angry and bitter because he saw his daddy as a slave driver. He saw his, his daddy as somebody that didn't have a, a good and gentle loving heart, but he, he just saw that he loved his brother more than he loved him and he had been faithful to his daddy. He had been there working. He had kept all the commandments and lived the righteous life and he had done the right things. He had done all the things there, but he said, but it still was never enough because he couldn't find the completeness in himself because he didn't know his father. He only knew his pain. You know, I think it's true today in the body of Christ that we don't know the heart of the Father. We preach this and we preach the prodigal and we preach the son that stayed home, but nobody talks about the Father. Nobody talks about the heart of the Father. He was looking for the son that had gone away, but he had the son that was there and he wanted, he wanted to be a, 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 a father to both sons. And he said, son, everything that I have is yours. Don't you understand that everything I've got is yours? See, we, God has given us everything and we don't really know his heart. And so I've been after his heart for about nine years. I want to know his. I want to know what makes him beat. I want to know what triggers his desires. And the Bible said he has desires for me. So I, I'm realizing through my own personal life that when I accept his word and walk in the fullness of his word, I'm fulfilling the heart of the Father, because our desire is two Greek words. It means our Father. So our desire, he said, I have desires for you. So he, he, he wants me to have what he has. He wants to bless me with all his favor. He don't want me working for him and slaving for him and, and afraid of him and think I'm going to slip off the, and fall into water every day. He wants me to enjoy the goodness of his love and his compassion. So he's looking at the window for me to just come home and jump in his lap and enjoy him. You know, now a, a, a servant or a slave can come in the house, but he can't spend the night. Most church folks can come into the house, but they can't spend the night because they don't know the father. See, I believe he wants you to curl up in his lap and, and just look in his eyes and sense the love that's unexplainable. See, I don't think he's concerned about Pete failing or missing. He's, he's only concerned about Pete discovering how much the Father loves him. He's not even concerned about my love for the Father. He didn't ask him, do you love me, son? Did you come back because you love me? He, he knew he loved him, so it was, it was irrelevant whether the son loved him or not. See, we've got to get the Father out of Luke 15. And when we can get the heart of the Father, we can be transformed. That's the beauty of grace. Today, I want you to get the heart of the Father. Read Luke 15. Take the prodigal son out. Take the older son that stayed home out and just see the heart of the Father. Because I think it's symbolic of God. And the heart of the Father is the righteousness and the blessings and the favor of God. That is God's mercy and His grace. And that's the beauty of grace.